Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Residents at Brightview Senior Living Communities enjoy enhanced possibilities, independence, and choice. Brightview Dulles Corner in Herndon and Brightview Great Falls offer vibrant senior independent living, assisted living, and memory care services through various daily programs and cultural events. Chef-prepared meals, safety and security, transportation, resort-style amenities, and high-quality care. Everything you need is here. Discover more at brightviewseniorliving.com. Equal housing opportunity. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80, live March 20th from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste, the all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. KFI AM640. You're listening to The John and Ken Show on demand on the iHeartRadio app. We're on the radio from 1 until 4, and then after 4 o'clock, uh, it's posted on the iHeart app, the John and Ken On Demand podcasting. You can listen to what you missed. In fact, you've uh, already missed our, our celebration of Mark Ridley Thomas. Got to be yeah. thrown in prison. Well, we're not done, right? No, still we're not two done. Hours of show we're going to be celebrating gonna again. Yeah, we're going to celebrate again next hour. We will. We'll repeat, though, the exciting news. He does get uh, three and a half years. In federal prison, that was a sentence today of a judge in the case of uh, corruption against the uh, former Los Angeles City Council member and, of course, uh, also longtime L.A. County supervisor. I think before that, he was in the state legislature. Oh, good Lord. Longtime hack. And uh, he decided to fight this. Uh, his co-defendant did a plea deal. He would not. He thought that he could beat it. He did not. So he gets three and a half years. What we understand in the last hour is he will not have to surrender until November 13th to begin serving that uh, prison time. That's a long time. It is. Why, today why? is August 28th. That is why, a long time. Why is he be given, being given that kind of a break? Because, uh, somebody, I don't know. Somebody get paid off? And we understand he's still going to try to appeal somehow. We're not sure. He went to the judge with his first appeal who turned him down, the same judge that was presiding over the trial. Appeal. Uh, he did it. He even admitted he did it. He just said he thought it was in a gray area. The man we would certainly like to see out of office next year is the Los Angeles County District Attorney, George Gascon. And if you missed it last hour, it's worth listening to in the podcast because the mayor of L.A. has a new nickname on the John and Ken show. That's Mayor Bascon, right? Yeah, that's right. Karen Bascon. That's right. Because she basically follows the same policies as this dupe well, that's been the DA since 2020. And, of course, all hell is breaking loose in the criminal justice system of L.A. County because of this hack. And she went on TV 
with Alex Michelson on Friday night and said that this rash of smash and grabs is not caused by lax sentencing. It's caused by uh, the profit motive. Yeah, nothing to do with consequences. Nothing that's, to do with consequences. God. No. So that's it's just, why. There's just too much money to be made. So people are doing it. Yeah. Right. Like that, that wasn't true before, right? They just suddenly, but wait, thieves just suddenly figured out in 2023 that if you steal stuff, you can make money. Wow. Uh, we have another challenger to George Gascon for next year's primary. And of course, it's a familiar name to anyone that's listened to the John and Ken show for any period of time. It's Eric Sadal, who is vice president of the L.A. County Association of Deputy District Attorneys and, of course, an L.A. County Deputy DA himself. So let's bring him on and, and talk about his announcement. Eric, welcome. How are you? I'm great. I'm great. I'm very excited about this uh, this move, and I'm very excited about, uh, you know, bringing the L.A. County DA's office into the 21st century uh, with my uh, with my candidacy. So I'm, I'm very excited about this. I think we can do a lot of good changes, and I think that, the L.A. County DA's office will be a model for the rest of the country uh, when I get elected. What made you decide uh, to get into the race? Well, I think that the office needs to t- uh, go to a different direction. And clearly, Gascon's direction has been a complete failure to uh, Los Angeles. I think I don't even think we need to have a debate about that. That's been pretty clear. But I also think we need to make sure that People are not repeat offenders in our criminal justice system. We have to look at ways and alternatives to get them out of our system. But we also have to keep people accountable. And we have to make sure that violent criminals in particular are held accountable. And I think I have a good plan about how to reduce violence in Los Angeles and other uh, quality of life issues here in Los Angeles County. Let's what talk. did you think about the mayor's comment that uh, these smash and grabs have nothing to do with consequences? It's all about profit. Did you understand that? Well, I look, I think what's happening right now in terms of smash and grab is a symptom of the fact that people are not held accountable, that they are immediately released. This site and release smash and grab policy has been an abject failure. And I'll tell you, one of the things I really strongly believe in is if Los Angeles is going to continue to be an urban center, you have to protect your public spaces and you have to make sure that people feel safe in those public spaces. And part of that is, you know, our shopping centers. People have to feel safe in their shopping centers. They have to feel that they're not going to be attacked or they're not going to see an, an armed robbery. Uh, that is essential if we're going to keep an urban core in Los Angeles. Well, you see what happens uh, when there's no consequences in San Francisco. The the well, the retail districts are are simply gone. Yeah, I mean, they're empty. Nordstrom's no, I, closed this I'm week. That that is that is one of the things that's kind of inspired me about this whole campaign is that if we're going to make sure that Los Angeles continues to be an urban city, in other words, you know, where people go to the urban centers of this city. And we don't want to follow the path of San Francisco. You have to protect those public spaces. You have to make sure that criminals are held accountable. You have to make sure that after they are arrested, they are put in custody and they are charged properly. You have to make sure that there's not a backlog. We have a backlog of 13,000 cases in Los Angeles County right now. 13,000? 13,000? 13,000 cases. 
So wait, 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 hold on. But when people hear that, the average person, their brain freezes up. So you're talking about there's 13,000 cases where somebody's been arrested. Charges have been laid out. It's presented Uh to Gascon's office, and then it just sits there. It sits there on a desk, and nothing is being done. On purpose. I, I think it's just mass incompetence. You know, a lot of people like to think of, you know, conspiracy theories. I think the most you know, honest explanation for a lot of government failure is just complete stupidity. And this man does not know how to run an office of this size. He is a complete failure. He does not know how to administer an office that ha- is responsible for the, res- uh, for the safety of over 10 million people in this county. And that's why he has to go. You think he wants to prosecute some of these cases? But his whole system is so broken, they, 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 can't, they can't even bring someone to, to trial. This office is dysfunctional at this point, okay? It is completely dysfunctional. He has all these little pet projects around the county, and yet he doesn't focus in on the core mission of this office, which is to prosecute people. And in order to prosecute people, you have to, bring char- you have, to have the charges presented in front of you, which they have been. In these 13,000 cases. 13,000? But he has refused to actually get more people in and also take people out of units that are not the core mission of this office. So that, that's the problem, right? You have a guy who does not know how to effectively administer an, an office of this size. Look, I'm sure he'd be great at you know running an office of 10 lawyers and maybe a think tank. <laughs> But that's about it. The guy, the guy is a disaster when it comes to running this office. Can I? Uh, what do they do all day? I mean, if their main job is to prosecute criminals, and there's thirteen thousand cases piled up, how do they? What? How do they spend their days? I don't know. I'll, I'll tell you. For the past eight months, I've been involved in three major trials. First trial was about six, you know, six murders, three months. One was an attempt murder against a deputy sheriff, and the other one was just a murder of an LAPD officer. I know I'm in trial all the time. I know a lot of my colleagues are in trial a lot of the time, uh, or most of the time. I mean, the line prosecutors are working extremely hard. The problem is when you have a person who does not know what the mission of the office is, nor how to administer that mission, that person needs to be replaced. And that's why I'm running. All right. How can people find out more about your campaign? They can go to eric4da.com. That's our uh, website, Eric with a C. Uh, so E-R-I-C-4-D-A.com. All right. I'm sure we'll be talking to you again, Eric, in the future as people look to vote next year. Thanks for coming on. Thank you for having me. Really appreciate it. All right, that's Eric Sadal, a guest on our show many times over to talk about the L.A. County D.A. George Gascon's policies, and, of course, he's vice president of the union for the deputy D.A.s and, of course, a deputy D.A. himself, and he's announced he would like to replace George Gascon. It's getting to be a pretty crowded field. There's at least, what, four or five other candidates? So when people vote in the primary next year, you know it's the top two thing. It's hard to believe, although I'd love it if Gascon didn't finish in the top two, but he's likely to. So it'll really come down to whoever 
uh, comes out as the, the challenger to Gascon in next November. I don't know why a single soul would want to live under Gascon's policies. Look how scared everyone is just to go shopping. I know. But, you know, the people that vote in primaries, it's going to be a smaller bunch than the regular voters. Why do you want to live Sometimes like they are these uh, nutty West Side progressives who believe that he's on the right path of criminal justice reform. Why? End prisons, John. End them. Well, we've gotten pretty close, haven't we? Is everybody happy? I know. And all these smash and grabs and no consequences. It's wonderful. You guys had your run. Look what you did. All right. We'll return. Johnny Ken, KFI AM 640, live everywhere, iHeartRadio app. You're listening to John and Ken On Demand from KFI AM 640. We're on from 1 to 4 after 4 o'clock, iHeart app for the John and Ken On Demand podcast. Nobody's really sure why this happened yet, but at two separate malls, hundreds of miles apart in California yesterday, it was chaos. 1,000 juveniles were fighting at the Delamo Fashion Center in Torrance? Could that number be real? Must have been a social media event. I know, and when they say juveniles, I'm trying to figure out, is that a 17-year-old or a 12-year-old, or what is that? Well, I heard on one I go to that mall a lot. I was not there yesterday. Thank God. You're going to die. Don't do that. Well, nobody died. There was a report that perhaps one shot was fired. But yes, you're right. It looks like they're organized on social media. Yeah. To what? Come and and cause chaos? Is that what the Well, yeah, it's instigated by smash and grab. But they didn't it's, rob, did they? No, but it, it's created a whole atmosphere, a whole culture. You, you know what people are like. They're, 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 it, it, it's, they just. They it get, says they were fighting among themselves. So would they invite yeah. warring factions together? Well, Is that what I happened? heard one report there were gangs involved. Yeah, well, and I, I think that's if, what I mean by factions. I'm sorry, groups of youths. Yeah, right. What was that? To quote what was, Gavin Newsom. <laughs> groups of groups folks. of people or folks. folks. That's what he, that's said. What he folks. called them. Yeah. So you had groups of folks who uh, started to mix it up, and there's some kind of. I mean, you see this all the time, right? If you ever see uh, a fight at a bar or a McDonald's, you see the video of it. Couples, people start fighting, and then other guys come flying out of nowhere. It's almost like an animalistic impulse. When they see the fighting go on, they get a surge in their own system, and they have to jump in and start fighting as well. A thousand? Yeah. When I heard this story yesterday afternoon, I thought, well, maybe it's a few dozen. Well, they, now I'm looking at the number, 1,000. Did they, no injuries, did they arrest anybody? They just wanted, the police got there from all sorts of different agencies and just wanted to scatter the crowd. That ball was shut down even past 7.30. The cops were still there for hours. No, if this becomes uh, a new trend. Trend, yeah. Then, then no one's going to shop anywhere. Where they're right. going to organize uh, every weekend, a thousand people. And you can do this in a matter of minutes online. It's the same thing as the street takeovers. Yeah, exactly. It's the same. Yeah, I guess it is sort of like that. No, this is social media destroying society. Well, at least with the street takeovers, you, you watch the little people do their, their donuts and stuff. That's kind of... Cool, no. But just, just go to a mall and start fighting each other is bizarre. Yeah. I'm just saying it's a video event, the street takeovers. This yeah. is just weird. I mean, doesn't look like they smashed into any stores or robbed anything. Some restaurants right. just bolted up their doors and closed yeah, that's, up. That's next, though. They, it, it will oh, be. You think it's going to happen next this, weekend, too? This feeds into the whole atmosphere. The whole atmosphere is there's no consequences. Don't worry. It doesn't matter. You're not going to end up in jail. You're not going to end up arrested. Your parents aren't going to know. In fact, the more of us, we overwhelm the system. 
let me let me just take the position of a <clears throat> an El Segundo Times columnist, John. Are they trying to tell us something? Is there something wrong with our society if mobs of young people are showing up to create chaos and fight each other yeah, in public? Pa- parents raise their do we do we need to soul search? Parents raise their children really badly now, really. Hey, badly. where are you going? I'm just going down to the mall to fight some other kids. All right, have a good time. Yeah. Did you ever you ever think of that one? Did you know anybody who did that when you were a kid? Went down to the mall to fight other kids. To fight other kids. Go no, down to the but mall there was always some toughs in my neighborhood who did sometimes, you know, like the. We'd hear reports of fights, right? Yeah, small fights. Uh, Guys pushing and shoving each other. If you know where Emeryville is, that's in the Bay Area. It's across from San Francisco near Oakland. Same thing happened in a mall there. Well, they were saying in this case, it looked like about 150 young adults showed up at a mall there. There was a stabbing there, though. I wonder what the timing was. Did the Del Alamo one or the Emeryville one happen first? People started seeing it on social media, and that uh, triggered other... Others to say. Interesting hey, that you say that. The Delamo recall was four o'clock, and it's four thirty up in Emeryville. Yeah, when the cops got their first call about people at a mall I, I read causing that, a disturbance, and and they were drawing big crowds at movie theaters because it was National Cinema Day, which sounds like one of those uh, stupid social media holidays. I missed that one. Yeah. No, they were selling tickets for like uh, oh, you should have gone. Tickets were like four or five dollars. Oh no, that's so, an invitation to riffraff. You know what? Yeah, you know what happens when you're giving away stuff for free or cheap. Morons show up, and morons will stay in line for hours just to uh, you know save ten bucks on the movie ticket. It's <laughs> very exciting. I didn't say they went to the movies. Delamo does have a big movie it's, complex. There. It's just a ridiculous species. <laughs> it's getting worse. It's getting every worse. Minutes. Yeah. No guardrails anymore. Nothing. I, I like that guardrails. No social guardrails. All right, Johnny Kent Show KFI AM six forty live everywhere iHeartRadio app. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy last year by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. 
Residents at Brightview Senior Living Communities enjoy enhanced possibilities, independence, and choice. Brightview Dulles Corner in Herndon and Brightview Great Falls offer vibrant senior independent living, assisted living, and memory care services through various daily programs and cultural events. Chef-prepared meals, safety and security, transportation, resort-style amenities, and high-quality care. Everything you need is here. Discover more at brightviewseniorliving.com. Equal housing opportunity. You're listening to John and Ken On Demand from KFI AM 640. Yeah, okay. Well, uh, you know, with this story, the NBC News assigned three political geek analysts to it, but... I do like the words. Sometimes we make fun of the El Segundo Times because they use words like reeling and brace. And roiling. And roiling. The word this time is bristle. What do you (laughs) look like, John, when you bristle? Uh, Do you kind of like the hairs on your back go up? or Yes. When you you bristle at something. Like like a porcupine. Yeah. So you get like you're offended in some way, right? You bristle. Uh, This is about the possible upcoming debate between Gavin Newsom and Ron DeSantis. And who's bristling? Those inside the Joe Biden camp. Mm. They have some concerns about this. Also, Vice President Kamala Harris's allies also don't really understand this. Uh, Some Biden advisors have complained privately that the planned debate could make voters think Newsom is running a shadow 2024 campaign at a time where Democrats say they prefer a different candidate at the top of the ticket. Well, what does that tell you right there? You, you, you already have a problem. He, uh, what does it matter what Newsom's doing? They want see, somebody else. Do you see the, yeah, you're going to cite the poll today? The, the that, Associated Press poll. Yeah. 77% of the country want, thinks Biden is too old to do too this. Too old. He should not have a second term. He's In, done. Including 69% of Democrats. Yeah, that's incredible. I mean... I don't understand the the twenty three percent who don't think he's too old. How old does he have to get before you're convinced? What does it well, take? They must be just the the idiot partisans who just won't ever say anything negative about their man, their daddy figure. But uh, no, they're, they're both parties are really stuck with 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 uh, because nobody has any courage. Nobody wants to say in public out loud. That Biden is completely spent. I mean, that he's done. He's done, done. It's over. Good night, Joe. Tuck him in and sing him a lullaby. Why don't they all do that? And what they have here is the only guy who's running is Newsom. And they, they, and if, if you're honest, right? See, nobody's honest. Be honest. Biden's done. Newsom runs. He looks good, right? He's got energy and he's bold but you got to start explaining san francisco yeah that's right okay and that's just the beginning of it and 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 what in fact he did an interview with politico recently where he said i feel like i'm still mayor there they keep dragging me back into it well yeah that that set the tone for your future political life you were mayor there for quite a few years and that started this tumble downward right so so they're, they're kind of stuck because you know, Newsom looks good for, you know, about five, 10 minutes. And then it's like, oh, my God, have you seen California? I mean, have you gone to these California cities? Look at Los Angeles. We're halfway to San Francisco. San Diego's in rough shape. And then you start talking about about the taxes and uh, it's it's all bad news out of here. It's, no. it's all bad news. So you know, they don't have anybody obvious to go to. 
And then, you know, the Republicans have their hair, have their impossible Trump situation, which uh, it's, you know, it's fascinating about, about, about uh, a lot of Trump supporters is like, I, I get why they, why they support Trump. Right. But you, you can't get them to understand that there's another world beyond the little uh, <laughs> bubble that you and your, your friends live in yeah. and that Trump doesn't play with a lot of independent voters. The way Newsom isn't going to play with a lot of independent voters. They don't look at voters. it that way. They only see themselves and yeah. those dang progressive socialist yeah, Democrats. I know. But they don't realize there is a collection of other people out there that are neither of those two groups. 40% of the country does not belong to the Republican or Democrat Party. 40%. Do they vote, though? They vote enough. Yeah, I'm sure a percentage of them does, but sometimes with those people, they don't bother to show up, especially if they hate what's going on. Let's just say you know 90-plus percent are going to vote for Trump on the Republican side. And even if uh, Joe is on a a life support, 90-plus percent will support Biden. Especially if Trump is on the other side. So the only group that matters, really, is the independents. And the independents think Joe is way too old, and they think Trump is a criminal. They do. And you can argue all day as to, you know, the deep state and this election interference and these charges overblown. It's like they've made up their minds. Trump is a crook. Biden is senile. Now, what is that group going to do in an election? I have no idea. But that that's see, but nobody speaks honestly like this. Believe it or not, Kamala Harris has allies, and this story says that they're... Oh, Umbridge, John. Umbridge is another good word. They take Umbridge. You always take Umbridge. Do you ever give Umbridge? (laughs) I've never given Umbridge, no. (laughs) Um, They called it disrespectful. They think that Newsom's trying to position himself for 2028. And he is. He's got a lot of campaign money. He ran a re-election campaign that was a cakewalk. He's got a lot of money. He no. might as well spent it on trying to enhance his stupid national image for either next year or in 2028. No. That's what he's doing. And that's what they all do. And he's in the Garcetti zone. He effed up the state the way Garcetti effed up Los Angeles. He can't fix it. And he doesn't care anymore. Right. So you got to run for something bigger. Oh, good Lord. It says here that the presidential, the Republican debate that's coming up in Simi Valley at the Ronald Reagan Library, Newsom's going to show up there and be a surrogate for Biden. It's going to be walking around trying to talk to the media about what's wrong with the Republicans. I know everything. I'll, I'll tell you what's wrong. Does with anybody them. listen to that crap anymore? I, I, I mean, uh, really, does, does anybody tune in to the post game on Fox or CNN to listen to all the partisans spout their rehearsed talking it's points? It's like people listen to sports talk radio. There's people that just love this stuff. They can't be too, They're not a big percentage. But can't be too many, though. I mean, that's, that's all. They let, consume let, every little bit. Let me guess what you're going to say. <laughs> Go ahead. I'll say it for you. How's that? (laughs) Well, I'm going to bristle and take umbrage to all of that. Uh, Uh, We got uh, more coming up. And what's next is, I believe, a new record on the John and Ken show. Find out what that is. KFI AM 640 live everywhere. iHeartRadio app. You're listening to John and Ken on demand from KFI AM 640. Coming up after 3 o'clock, we're going to try to clear up a few things dealing with the big fires in Hawaii. Saw a headline this morning, it was at Bloomberg News, that Hawaiian Electric's share price surged on reports that they said that they had turned off the power lines. So they couldn't have started the fire. Then I heard a story that, no, they're admitting that their power lines did cause some of the fires. Now, there was more than one fire. 
that affected well, Hawaii yeah. and even Maui. There's, yeah, uh, I think the electricity was running when the first fire went off, but then they shut down hmm. the... Uh, yeah, they're blaming the firefighters for yeah. leaving well, before the thing kicked up again. Both are true. <laughs> they, they, but but uh, if the story is right, the electric company turned off the electricity after the first fire. And then the firefighters left the scene and the first fire became the second fire. It revived itself. Right. The winds. Right. Course. So the second fire, which caused most of the damage, was not directly caused by the power lines coming down. It was because the fire department was incompetent. Everybody walked away. I, I mean, it's not like we haven't had wildfires in this country before. And these guys go on their uh, all their, their fire junkets, right? They all travel, travel together at conferences to exchange the latest information. Certainly the Hawaiian uh, firemen knew that you don't walk away from a wildfire just because it looks as if you put it out because it's never. I remember that happened in Orange County a few years ago. They did the same thing. One of the Orange County firefighting units, they they left and it kicked up. Because there's still even bigger. There's embers. And if you get a good gust of wind, the ember flies in the air. And, and what, burns... do you have to leave a, a small crew there to make sure? They yeah, keep... that's what they always do. They leave Snuffing crew, it out. They leave crews around for weeks in California. Yeah, they do. Yeah. All right. So Alex Stone is all over this story, and he'll join us after the news at three o'clock. I mentioned I think it's a new record on the John and Ken show, and the number is sixty-five. That is the number <laughs> of people that picked Bob Barker to die in the year twenty twenty-three in the John and Ken ghoul pool. Right. I don't recall that many picks for one well-known person. Sixty-five people yeah of course well, at 99 yeah 99 and his level of fame so i i could see that and i have a feeling that these are people that picked him every year for like the last 20 years maybe or 15 years oh, sure. or 10 years or and they think well he's got to go now well he's got to go now i didn't realize he'd been off that show for 15 years already it's 15 years of drew carey huh that time does i know fly. he still seems like the new guy it, it does in a way i know he, he showed up a couple of times as a special appearance, but uh, a salute to him. But uh, yeah, well, he didn't retire until he was eighty-three. Yeah, well, it's not that tough a job, and he enjoyed it. No, right? I, I, I know. I just uh, you tape a few shows in one day, and uh, you're done for a while. Or... God, as a kid, I remember his uh, first show, Truth or Consequences. I loved that show. Yes, that was it. Started in the fifties, I think. Yeah, right? and ran for quite a few. Yeah, years. Yeah, ran for almost twenty years. Yeah, yeah. So uh, uh, the word is he doesn't want, and he did not want, any special memorial service, no special funeral. It's going to be a whole private burial thing. So gone. Nothing to follow up on. So, uh, all right. So that uh, what was a record, 65 years. Uh, one of my favorite El, uh, El Segundo Times columns today. Uh, who is this writer? Let me see here. Oh, yeah, Marissa Gerber. Marissa Gerber was given an assignment called Loneliness. <clears throat> According to federal health officials, John, right now we're seeing an epidemic of loneliness in the U.S. So what did she do with this assignment, Marissa Gerber? She found she wound her way to a grocery store where she found one woman at an Albertsons in Arcadia, an 83-year-old woman who's got one of those wheelchair shopping carts. So she's mm -hmm. motorized, so she's going up down the aisles. She skipped the self-service line and went right to the checkout stand so she could have a conversation with the cashier because this is a cure for loneliness. And this, I stared at this story and I said, really? 
This is the number one thing I cannot stand at grocery stores. It's people taking too long to check out because they have to chat with the cashier because they're lonely. This woman has formed a 10-year relationship with this special cashier. Why can't they meet at uh, uh, at a local coffee shop and right, catch right. up? Why Not at a place of business where well, I need to buy my bagels. I'm trying to check out because I got to go home and I don't have time God. to waste. And these two ladies are going to be chattering away. No, no, no. This is what you do in your off time. But if you're working, don't waste my time. Look at this. A supermarket chain in the Netherlands called Jumbo has created intentionally soul-moving lanes for older shoppers or anyone else who wants to chat with the cashiers. Good. <laughs> the problem is to tackle loneliness. By the way, why doesn't the older woman like join a group? There's other senior well, citizens okay. who might be lonely. Join a group, like, whether it's a bridge club or this idea that loneliness is epidemic. Loneliness is not a disease. You don't catch loneliness <laughs> like you catch COVID. All right, loneliness means you are not going out and making connections. You're not making friends. That's yes. what it means. So you you're gotta, isolating you, yourself. You there gotta, are many things you could do. Many clubs you could join. They're everywhere. I still get stuff stashed in my mailbox every day from the local community uh, organization here, uh, asking if you want to join and go to all these things. So, you, so you're too lazy to go out and uh, make uh, connections with people. So you're going to squat for ten minutes in front of me at the, with, at the cash register, chattering with the cashier. I, yeah, I mean, this, this happened to me last week, and I did get. I didn't show it. But I got pretty irate standing there. I want to take. I'm like, oh my god! Now two are going to have a conversation about your kids. Oh, and- it, it makes. You know what? I I grip my uh, carriage really tight, and I want to take it and just boom, boom, just bang him out of the way. It's you like- could go to another line. Well, well, there sometime isn't another line. <laughs> oh, there's one grocery chain that I go to, and it's they only have one person, and the line is backed up halfway down the aisle leading into that register, and everybody's using the self-checkout. Uh, Not only do they have a lot of self-checkout registers, but they, and I don't mind using that, but... I use that too, but sometimes if I buy fruits or vegetables, you got to weigh yeah, all the crap, I don't want to deal with that, no. so... And you can't, you can't buy wine there. And then I always have the luck where, bing, have to call for an attendant. <laughs> yes. Something goes wrong with the transaction. Right. And they have people as permanent attendants. They do. Working. They do. So I'm thinking, well, what? And they're chatty, too. I know. It's like, I don't want to talk at the grocery store. You really have had to hit a dead end if you're if you're talking to the cashiers. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> Coming up next, uh, we'll be talking to Alex Stone, ABC News for KFI. Been following the fires in Hawaii, particularly, of course, Maui. And uh, we'll get more information, particularly on Hawaiian Electric. John and Ken, KFI, AM 640, live everywhere, iHeartRadio app. And Deborah Mark, live in the 24-hour KFI newsroom. Hey, you've been listening to The John and Ken Show. You can always hear us live on KFI AM 640, 1 p.m. to 4 p.m. every Monday through Friday, and, of course, anytime on demand on the iHeartRadio app. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80, live March 20th from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. 
Residents at Brightview Senior Living Communities enjoy enhanced possibilities, independence, and choice. Brightview Dulles Corner in Herndon and Brightview Great Falls offer vibrant senior independent living, assisted living, and memory care services through various daily programs and cultural events. Chef-prepared meals, safety and security, transportation, resort-style amenities, and high-quality care. Everything you need is here. Discover more at brightviewseniorliving.com. Equal housing opportunity. Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. That makes us FACET for life now, I guess. (laughs) Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome. Hey there, it's Ryan Seacrest for Safeway. Head in store and shop for all your favorite personal care essentials to earn four times rewards points. Shop for products from Olay, Always, Gillette, Vicks, and Crest. Plus, check out new items like Mr. Clean Magic Eraser Ultra Thick Multi-Surface Cleaner. No more sponges or other cleaning products needed. And Head & Shoulders Bare Soothing Hydration Shampoo, a new kind of anti-dandruff shampoo with only nine ingredients. Offer expires March 26th. Restrictions apply. Promotions may vary. Visit Safeway.com for more details.